And we're back, Billy. Hidly diddly diddly home diddly 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 sweet diddly. Episode two of the Simple Guide Podcast. Episode two, and this episode we are uh, we have just watched a all time classic. See uh, the first episode and the first episodes we recorded in our botched attempt to do season one. Well, no, we're, we're still going to release them at some point. But I listened to them and I recorded them with you, and the whole way through it, I'm complaining about the Simpsons. See this episode. Loved it start to finish. Yeah. All-time classic. What was the last one? Was? I can't remember. Bart Gets an F. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season yeah. two, yeah. Season two, episode one. Yeah. Yeah, so this is when The Simpsons is just that. It's every scene has a winner. Every 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 scene has a either a background joke or a little passing comment, which is funny. There's always something going on. Everything even evolves a character in some way. Not to make it profound or anything, because it's not. But every every moment has like something that relates to that character. This is the prime of Simpsons greatness. Simpsons didn't get good until season two. But Simpsons got great. I would say Simpsons, season... Five. Season three to nine oh, yeah, okay. is greatness, and this is prime Simpsons at its best. This episode, yeah, the, yeah, this is like I was crying, laughing at a few bits. Fucking hell! So the episode we're we, we're talking about is Home Sweet Home Diddly Dum Diddly. Bit of a mouthful, no? a very is. catchy episode title. <laughs> so, so um, we're just uh, rewatching it here in the background, and uh, we'll get to it. the The premise is. The Simpson kids have been taken out of the custody of Homer and Marge because they've been negligent parents and placed into the custody of none other than their neighbours, the Flanderses. And to much of this point, you would think that Ned and his wife Maud, who you keep referring Sorry, to Maud. as what? Saxy Maud. You would think they were the good ones and Homer is the awful one, but in this episode, the Flanders are absolute cunts. Sorry, the Flanderses. Yeah. And and that, but we don't judge Homer March. That's for vengeful God to do. Yeah, they're so judgmental, <laughs> but they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be those judgmental Christian types. Yeah. But this episode really drives home why, when the kids next door get reassigned to you by a misunderstanding, would Ned and Maud not go here? What the fuck's going on here? Instead, they're judgmental fuckers. Yeah, but 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 Ned is like a wholesome kind of guy. He's only he's only. Uh, judgmental when it comes to not knowing about God. Ned isn't too bad. It's that woman. It's, uh, yeah. As always, it's, Billy, that, it's sexy, that horrible woman. It's that sexy mod. <laughs> what was it you said the episode when Homer is like... Yeah. One of my all-time favourite <laughs> moments in the early seasons when the, the all the parents are having like a party. This, is it New Year's Eve? Something like that. And then Homer's fucked off his head on beer, of course. Maud wants a snack and she's reaching for the nuts and Homer's why don't you reach for those ones at that point? Homer's taking too much MDMD or Molly yeah. for us for our American listeners. If it was now if Homer because Homer's supposed to be about thirty two years old. He's thirty nine. Thirty nine. Isn't he? Yeah. No, 30. no, no. It's is it not the thing he goes, Oh, I'm I'm thirty oh yeah, maybe you're thirty nine. You're thirty eight. <laughs> you're thirty one, Homer. You're twenty nine, Homer. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so the whole premise is it's a picture day in school. The episode opens with Marge perfectly organizing the kitchen, the breakfast for everyone. Everything is like a it's like a it's like a dance. She's yeah. she's perfected it. The direction is dynamic. It's there's high angles, there's Dutch angles, there's all these sweeping uh, scenes, and it's all very like you know routine for. It. It's so 
fucking perfect. She's got all these newspapers for Lisa, which she got down at the dump. Yeah. And what was her what was her line? She said the homeless people were very helpful, except for that fucking lunatic Billy Boylberg. Except for except for that one man who seemed to have mental problems. She was clearly talking about one of us. And uh, then anyway, she sends the kids off to for picture day in school, and Bart uh, has lice, which he got from a monkey. That uh, and Milhouse is shivering, going, "I'm so cold. I feel like I've been there before. How come? How come? How come uh, I get lice, but nothing happens to Milhouse?" And he looks to his right, <laughs> and fucking Milhouse is. So Milhouse is desperately so ill. He's cold. on his deathbed, and his ma still sent him into school. <laughs> and then child welfare comes racing out to, to the school because there's havoc in the Simpsons house. Because yeah. Lisa gets bullied, she gets no. She gets her orthopedic fucking. What was it? Prescribed shoes. Yeah. And then... Uh, Stolen by the... Principal Skinner calls child welfare and <laughs> they've reasserted the Batman music and run over a child's bike on the way. A hilarious joke. Again, that that's just something which is... That could, that could have just been them rocketing out with the rocket... Com- with the, the fire coming out of the exhaust and that would have been enough. But whatever it was, just the madness, the creativity at the time, it was just, they were like, what if they just ran over a bike? Such a stupid joke. Why not put it in? And it was brilliant. This episode drove home something for me. Being a kid is, being a a wee lad, a wee boy like me and you were, Billy, Mm -hmm. is hating Marge because she's like your ma when she's being strict. Growing up is realizing that Marge is one of the funniest characters in the whole show. Yeah. She's fucking brilliant. Yep. She puts up with so much. <laughs> so much shit. As all good maths should. And Homer, it's like, she says, when you grow up, you, you'll have to look after yourselves. And then Homer's like, Marge, who's a writer beside my guardians? Uh, Homer's a fucking moron, isn't he? Now, who is the, the standout uh, character in this episode? Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> well, that's one of them. Grandpa. Oh, fuck. I... I can't even put into words how much I adore Grandpa in this episode. He's a daughter and old fool. He's, he causes the downfall of the family by being a f- complete inept moron. Uh, inexplicably, he just creeps up behind Marge. He's just all of a sudden in the house. And she says, don't do that. And he goes, don't you do that. What are you, just Grandpa supposed to be? Fucking 408. Probably like 56 compared to the age Homer and Marge are. Oh, that was the gag there where... The dog mating on the... The, the people coming to take the kids away announced that when they walked into the house, Santa's little helper was fucking another dog on the kitchen table. And there's a there's an old mal. I wish you showed that scene. An old malnourished man. <laughs> you malnourished, sleeping his own filth. And uh, sounds like you every night, Billy. Yeah. And uh, Maggie's drinking out of the water bowl. But but stupid babies need the most water. And anyway, so the Simpson kids get brought to, and we'll stop referring to what's on TV because it's quite distracting, I think. Uh, or unless something actually funny comes up. But then uh, the Simpson kids get taken to the Flanders's and the Simpson parents can't uh, communicate with them. Now, up to this point, I've got some... Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a couple of notes here. Yes, Billy. I've written Bart, a damn scoundrel. Because, <laughs> no doubt about it the boy's a scoundrel because he wants to take uh, uh, Dracula fangs <laughs> he uh, wants to take MDMA into his uh, don't blame him Dracula fangs into uh, into school for the school photo oh yeah and Homer when he takes the car for a test ride where he gets the spa tickets for Homer and Marge he says so Mr. Homer shall we go Count Homer shall we go in and check the things and yeah. Homer says 
No, we shan't. And the 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 joke is actually set up perfectly because Homer starts talking. What is the benefits of this automobile? And you're like, oh, clearly Homer's trying to be posh. But the guy replies, "So, can't tell me. Should we go in and check the financials of this situation?" Uh huh. Because you would just think that the guy's like, well, Mr. Simpson, let's go in and check the thing. He's actually just as posh as Homer. It's brilliant. Well, you know who's even more of a scoundrel than Bart? And we've already discussed him. But Grandpa's reaction (laughs) to Homer and Marge announcing that they've lost custody of their three children is, oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. What a horrible bastard Grandpa is to his own son and daughter-in-law. And we've lost the groundskeeper Willie moment when he burns the lace-ridden clothes. And says, you better check the sister. Her clothes are ripe with them bugs, too. <laughs> Watching this so episode. fucking shit. But it's brilliant. Watching this episode as a kid, Billy, I was completely on the side of Bart and Lisa. The idea of living with a flounder seemed like hell. Oh, my God. That'd be your hell now. Even talking to a flounder is this, this is your hell now. The Simpson kids are adjusting to life in the Flanders house. And they're about to watch Itchy and Scratchy. And in the first episode, I proudly announced that I never found an episode of Itchy and Scratchy funny. We watched this and I was laughing because I always remember Scratchy's the cat because Scratchy has cat in it. Itchy here is pretends to be a baby and then brutally stabs the cat to death. <laughs> Itchy is just a horrible wee bastard. With a broken baby bottle. <laughs> and then... The cat goes... And he looks at me, he looks at his Why? My only son. Why? My only son. Best episode of Itchy and Pitchy ever. And, uh... And then, rotten talk it on. Do you remember your wee cousins or your wee second cousins you were a kid? And they were wee dickheads and they were always scared of everything. That's who rotten Todd are. Should I stab Todd with... Rod with, with things too? <laughs> Bart, Bart can't so get enough of the fucking violence that was us Billy as kids <laughs> and uh, so Bart and Lisa are adjusting to life they're making newspapers uh, choo choo that's just in from the press yeah. and Rod and Rod and Log are uh, <laughs> are, are making things and uh, Bart makes one say, uh, this just in Todd smells is your source reliable <laughs> this on ju- this this just in Todd's a cuck <laughs> This just in, Todd fucks kids. <laughs> right. We should definitely stop doing this when we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the glory of it. Uh, Here's one of the best scenes when a judge is doing everything she can to help Homer out and he just starts screaming abuse at her. He's like, and what about Margaret? <laughs> what? Who? You got the wrong file, lady. That was one of my thoughts throughout this episode, right? Homer reminds me so much of my dad. Just bouts, <laughs> bouts of unbridled anger constantly. Oh, there's that word again. The slightest pro- provocation and Homer is furious and screaming at people. Yes, yes, your uh, delivery should be here. At, no, should. Yeah. There's yeah. that word again. I was telling to Billy. the third caller of the day. I was telling Billy before we recorded, my dad was told that the oil was getting delivered. Uh, should be there tomorrow. What do you mean, Should. And then when it wasn't there on time, he rang up the next day and I'm like, oh, it should be with you this afternoon. And right away, my dad, there's that word again. I love him. I love the man. Uh, see, he's such a he's such a fucking Homer. lovely, wonderful person. But then you talk, then you hear the stories and then you see it. Remember when I got to see it in person? <laughs> oh, I was sure like, over the years you saw it quite a few times. 
I used to watch the football. I used to just fall into a bad mood. Or I'd call for you and you'd be in a bad mood. I'd be like, why don't your dad not talk to me? He's like, oh, fucking. Something lost don't, today. Don't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> me just be a little snot nosed little piece of yeah. shit. Going, yeah. uh, anyway. Why is Mr. Murphy not speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So I've written here uh, Sexy Mod, Vengeful You're God. You're obsessed with Sexy Mod. And. and uh, and so they're in the class where social services or child welfare <laughs> is trying to teach uh, lessons to <laughs> is trying to teach lessons to uh, negligent parents to negligent parents. Thank you for helping me out. And uh, the guy says these problems cannot just be solved by flicking on a light switch. The light switch from Cletus the Slackjaw Yokel, one of my favorite characters, and has one of my brought no my favorite moment in this whole episode, which is going to come up soon, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you worry. And so, like Marge is embarrassed because she's because you know you know they're teaching obvious things like throwing things in the bin and you know don't make your and clean your ass and Homer's like you know clean ass and yeah Homer's such a moron he doesn't know he's just a wiper own ass. Doesn't, he's like, Poor March has lived with this guy that never wiped his own ass for fifteen years. <laughs> you, you're only here. We your watched this scene pay the rent. where the Flanders are singing "Maggie to Sleep" with a lullaby, and we both started rocking out because this song is great. By act of government, babe. I got you, babe. Remember earlier in the episode, Homer couldn't remember Maggie's name. I wish I had a memory with the baby. Yeah, no, that's coming up now. He goes, "I wish I had a memory with the baby that that we had." I often slag the show, but this episode gets the balance between emotional and hilarious. Oh perfect. my god, I I got I got welled up at the at I'm, the end of this I'm not episode. Gonna lie, Billy, I got a couple of times during this, I got a bit choked up oh, thinking yeah. about just thinking about being a kid and how great it was with your parents back in the day. Like, yeah, and like, and obviously we're going to get to it, but the bet that's going to come up, I was like, fuck, I better not speak. My voice is going to choke. I, I'm getting sentimental in my old age. I, I I shouldn't leave this in the edit, but Billy started <laughs> started openly weeping for 15 minutes and wanted to pause. Overall, this like you say, it strikes the balance between, and it's going to be a broken. It's got. It's got. What is? What's the? What's the a broken record? It's going to be a broken record. It's just going to. We're just going to keep repeating ourselves when we watch these early episodes of just how fucking fantastic they but were. I'm glad, and we it isn't this nostalgia. One. It like it is nostalgia, it it, but it is genuinely yeah. like great writing fact. Yeah. All I, right, okay, this is, so So we can, tell you what, you go. I, no, I'm just saying, I get so much nostalgia from watching this, but if I hadn't seen this before, I would love it all over again. Yeah. This is the prime of the best show ever. Yeah, and like, there, there's moments where you're like, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm laughing at that because, you, but no, actually, there was jokes that I laugh at more as I get older, not because. Uh, like Marge like, says she's addicted to LSD. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but but not even that, like, there's ones that are really stupid. Like just like the, the 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 child welfare running over a bike, you know, yeah. and I'll laugh and Willie going. You the, did piss yourself the, at that. The boogs too. I thought that child child welfare running over a child's bike in the street. I think that's just so fucking stupid. But it, it, it's the complete opposite of what I don't know. It's just great. It's just a great joke. You don't need to explain it, right? You know, it it's it speaks for itself. But anyway, before we start sobbing and getting too the heavy, the all-time greatest scene, one of the all-time greatest scenes in The Simpsons, one of Homer's, I'm going to say top ten. I'm just going to yeah. go out there, throw it out there. Child, child welfare classes are teaching. It's a hypothetical situation. Cletus is sitting on Homer's knee, 
with his arms wrapped around his neck like a gullible child and Homer is looking like a doddering like, like, like father listening intently to the teacher uh, he says okay so Homer in this situation Kalidus your son comes up to you with a problem a confession and you have to handle it go oh duff daddy I caught my finger on the screen door again why you cut picking? He starts strangling him. He strangles him. He's strangling Cletus, and Cletus is just accepting. But that, that scene reminded me so much of being a kid. Do you remember when you were a kid and you would have an accident, you would fall and you would break a bone or you would cut something and you would get blamed for it? Like your dad would crack up. Like when I was a kid, whenever I fractured my wrist playing football, I remember my dad being like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love the fact that it's he cut his finger on the screen door. And Homer just gets into yeah. such a f- fervor, and like, such a <laughs> yeah. such a fucking like an immediate rage. Yeah, he, <laughs> he saw red as soon as he heard that. He th- the screen door. He didn't break the screen door. He didn't say I broke the screen door. He was just he just cut it he on cut, the tr- yeah. Hilarious. And then and then he, he says, "Son, let's move past all this or whatever he says." And he goes, "I love you, Paul. I love you, Cletus." And that, that's what and being the a father and son's all about. Fucking fantastic! Yeah. It's such a great scene. I, that, that's one of the scenes that I would that I imagine that I think of happily of the um, of the Simpsons writers. Just laughing like yeah. hysterically because they they're they're imagining the voices they're imagining the voice actors saying it uh, as they're writing it. It's not like a it's not like writing a TV show pilot where you don't know what who you're writing it for. You know, it where these like nameless voiceless people. It's they're actually hearing the voices and they're crying. That's they're so doing true. their own impersonations of it. They're and they're they're shit, but they're having a laugh. It's the ultimate dream job, isn't it? It's it, impossible now, but it's just it just sounds perfect. There was a scene there, by the way, where Ned panicked because the Simpsons kids didn't know Bible verses, and he rang up uh, the priest, as my cousin used to call him, a.k.a. Reverend Lovejoy, (laughs) and he rang him up, and Reverend Lovejoy was in his basement playing with his trains. These days, I would say Reverend Lovejoy had autism, and these days I would say autistic people record Simpsons podcasts, Yeah, but back then they used to play with trains in their basement. Do you think, though, uh, that... That he was, that he's just miserable. Do you think that on another note, Reverend of Joy is Both. just a, such a depressed? He is a horrible individual. bastard. Oh, I do love the episode where he finally gets a bit of uh, energy and a step again after he's he's lost. Oh, the... oh my god! And he says, "I'm gonna die." He talks about the real. Oh, and I sent the evil demons back to hell, you <laughs> heathen b- baboons. <laughs> I love it. I love that one. And then, so anyway, the. It all comes to a head when the Flanderses want to baptize the Simpson yeah. children. Again, the Flanders are being such dickheads. They're taking these kids who've been with them for what a day, yeah. and they're going to rechristen them. <laughs> no, they were never christened, and they're 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 going to they're going to christen these these people who aren't their their children. And he says, "I I oh God, I never thought of uh, I, until until now. I never thought of Homer and Marge as bad parents, but now I have to. Uh, you'd be safer with a less hellbound family." Such such fucking yeah. great dialogue, and uh, we're, we're getting here. We go. uh, one of your favorite Homer moments where he reads the bumper sticker, which says, I heart your kids, but Ned, you fucking pedo, what's that all about? I heart your kids, and Homer reads it and goes, <laughs> and runs into the and woods. And again, that moment of immediate fury, and right away I just thought about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, 
he finally lands. He's about to save Bart from being baptized. <laughs> and I used yeah. to laugh at this when I was a kid. Same. I thought this was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Homer being burned. Is he supposed to be satanic? Homer, like the creature from the Black Lucy's Lagoon. Lucy's days are floating in the water. Homer, like the creature from the Black Lagoon, going, because <laughs> he's been so deliriously traumatized by bat, bat, uh, holy water. And uh, he goes, oh, sweet poor fellow, I feel like St. Augustus' conversion as he was uh, driven from the... Da, 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 da. And... Uh, and he gets the kids back. It's such a great, you know, wholesome moment. The kids graduate and get, or the parents graduate and know how to be parents again. Maggie does the great look to the good side and the dark Aye, side. Another emotional moment where Maggie has the choice between the, the beautiful Puritan family or the dirty family in the river. But then she sees her mammy. And she puts her fingers out and she hugs. Oh, Nothing like your ma. Got emotional. And then, and then there we go. And then one of my favourite guys, which I pissed myself laughing at as a kid, is here... When the family are walking off and, there's, and Homer asks them, the kids, is there any like dirty secrets between the Flanders? And you're expecting Bart to say, hi, oh, Ned's fucking pedo bastard. He tried to molest me. But then Bart goes on. There's all these dirty paint cans. Yeah, everyone was expecting yeah, that. Yeah, we're all expecting that. And, then Bart, oh, he, and Homer pisses himself. That again, Well, he that, does doodle. He does like the doodle. He does like the doodle, boys. And a diddle. He does yeah. like a doodle and a diddle. But Homer starts pissing himself. And that is so something your dad would do. Right, Billy. So I've got, uh, right, uh, I've got a few little uh, trivia's that you can cut out at, at will. Of right? course, yeah. When Lisa and Bart are in bed at seven o'clock, and Lisa opens the blinds, you can see a previous version of Bart playing baseball outside. No way. Right. Uh, funny, there is a weird-looking kid. Maybe it's Bart. Maybe Remember it's that one the one with the blue shirt. They see a bit scratchy, and then the weird version of Bart and Lisa skateboard past the house. <laughs> Maybe it was that boy. Uh, the, the one with the blue shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he is actually outside, but I didn't know it was Bart. <laughs> did you have? Did you? Have? I don't know if you had it, but I had it, and I, I know if I had it, I showed it to you. Bart Simpson's Guide to Life. Yeah, the book back in the day. Oh, somebody posted that on Reddit nostalgia this week. And I was like, fuck me, I remember everything that's in that book. It was like a, a diary as if Bart had written it. Right. And I remember, if, if it's 200 pages, I remember 150 pages of it. Like, I swear to fuck, it was amazing. I used to read it when I was taking a shit on the toilet as a kid all the time. That's where I recognize it, in the in the book basket. Yeah. In your bog. <laughs> <laughs> there would be the Bret Hart uh, autobiography. Autobiography, the greatest book of all time. There would be a Simpsons comic. Better than the Bible. There would be a Simpsons comic. I had a lot of Simpsons comics, thank you very much. I had about 60 of them. Yeah. Mint in the bag. Mm-hmm. and then you sold them All for 20 this. quid no I sold um, the UK versions so there would be the American Mint in the Bag Simpsons comics and there was the UK the UK one was like A4 printed page mm-hmm. load of shade but the Mint in the Bag was like your traditional comic thing completely different uh, and before Forbidden Planet became a mainstream thing Billy when it was a third floor shop in Belfast City Centre I used to go in as a kid and buy Simpsons comics and do you know they don't even do Simpsons comics anymore oh I think they stopped about 15 years ago didn't they what selling them or making them? Making them. Aye, but even selling them, like really? they're just not not there. Like even like as a as like like there's a box in the corner that has a bunch of old shit. You know, Aye. here there's comics are for a quid. You know, uh, looking there. Well, I have about Don't sixty of them. them. You still do? Yeah. Oh no, that's right. I thought you sold them years ago, but you brought them down. They were worthless, and you it, said, "No, there's no point." I offered about 10, 12 years ago. I offered to sell them to the comic book guys in town, mm. and they were like, "Me, honestly, you get less than a pound for each of them. We'll give you like twenty for all 16. And I was like, oh, "I'm not going to lose them for that." One day they may be of value. Yep. Because I had a few, but I don't know where they are. 
Hank Azaria's voice for Cletus was slightly distorted in this episode because over the summer between seasons, Azaria and producers had forgotten what Cletus sounded like. Fuck, that's mad, actually. Because Cletus wasn't in the early seasons at all. He's definitely a later seasons character. Yeah, and that's probably why he, he's like, oh, da, 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 switch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, daddy, I'll be good. But he's a bit more like, I bring a thing in later seasons. I got a back You know, he's got a bit of a goofy thing about him. Uh, goofy the Disney character, I mean. Uh, Mark Ronin thought the episode was fantastic and he called it one of his favourites. He particularly liked the ending, which he thought was, quote, sweet. Uh, Mark Ronin was on the Epstein flight log. That, oh, was he? Indeed. So if you're listening, Groening, We're on to you. Get your nonsense together. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, cut it out. You're a pedo bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Do one more, then I'll game for you. This episode reveals that the redhead hick from The Simpsons, Bart Gets an Elephant, 1994, and Simpsons Itchy and Scratchy Land, 1994, is named Cletus. It wouldn't be until The Simpsons, Sweet, Sweets, and Sour Marge in 2002 that Cletus, Cletus's last name, Spuckler, would be revealed. Uh, I feel like in the later years when the show was shit, they did a lot of it. Like the name comic book guy, Jeff Albertson, they revealed stuff as like a ratings ploy, but nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, I remember things like, and you find out who the comic book guy's yeah. name is. Uh, and you find is, out who Bart's real father is. Oh, this is the first episode to make, uh, this is the first episode to be made after Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Two of the best writers. Uh, became showrunners. Showrunners, yeah. They wanted to start the season with an episode centering on the Simpson family. So right. hold on, man. This is the first episode of the season? No, it's episode three, actually, according oh. to Disney, but Disney's fucked, so who knows? Uh, sometimes they would be the first episode written but, the, but they would change the order of when it was aired oh okay okay the story was pitched by writer George Meyer at a story retreat story retreats were held twice a year yep. at a hotel room close to the studio lot where all the writers gathered to pitch their ideas imagine just like that's my idea of heaven Billy honest God imagine having like five months off uh, and you're doing other things you're yeah. doing other writing stuff and whatever you're on other shows you're like say One Tree Hill and fucking I don't know uh what was big brothers garcia on nickelodeon yeah and, and like i'd, I'd fucking uh the, the, that bell ring that but <laughs> received by the bell <laughs> ring that famous saved by, saved by the bell or ring that bell uh yeah, ring that bell and yeah. the, so uh and then you're off doing that and then you ring come back bell. and you say yeah so i just had these episodes what about like you know homer moves to a different town has a new job and he has his new boss he's this charismatic guy but he's like a james bond villain great right on the board yeah. And that's your thing. And then it's just... Imagine! Doesn't get better than that, These people like, lived heaven. You just have these jokes like, uh, what if, you know, Grandpa's sleeping in his own filth and then someone says he's a malnourished man sleeping in his own filth. And it's like, yes, we'll find a way to put that in. Put it on the board. Amazing. Jesus. I'm almost done. One more? Uh, One more thing. Bill Oakley and Weinstein selected former full-time staff writer John Vitti to write the episode wanting a heavy hitter, quotes... Uh, because jo- was... I, I know that John Vitti previously wrote the episode of Lisa's Substitute Teacher, so he was trusted to do emotional episodes. Mm. Since it was going to be... That's the one with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. You're Lisa Simpson. He refused uh, to put his name to it, though. Why? Justin Hoff- or just Dustin Hoffman. Probably in the early years, Simpsons had real problems with getting the guest stars to admit that they actually did it, for whatever reason. Well, it was at the time when... um wasn't... Uh, fucking... What's his name? Uh, Harvey Reagan. Weinstein? Reagan said... Uh, 
Was it Regan? It was uh, George Bruce Senior. We need George Bruce Seniors. We more families like the Waltons, less like the Simpsons, the Boylbergs. Yeah, and then that just made people love want to listen to the Simpsons even more. more. Yeah, Vidi retained in his script most of what Mayer pitched at the retreat. So yeah, great. Yeah. Anyway, and that's right. it. I got an episode idea for you here, Billy. Right, I've been busting to tell you. What do you mean an episode idea of, of this podcast? Of the Simpsons. Oh, okay, right, okay. The Simpsons go to Belfast. <laughs> right. Okay. Homer befriends local. Dissident Republican D. Fennel. He gets involved in a wee bit of trouble. And then Marge goes, Homer, did you join the IRA? Homer goes, no, I joined the Irish Republic. Don't. And Homer realizes he's fucked. Like, he's too deep in. <laughs> Loyalists come and, of course, murder Homer. And <laughs> this is a season finale of The Simpsons, by the way. At the funeral, all the kids and Marge are crying. Michael Stone turns up and fires bullets into the entire family. All the Simpsons are dead. Season finale. But off-screen, Mo joins the UVF. Oh, he, he's already the senior. And he, and he calls the hit on Homer yeah. because he wants Marge all to himself. It's good. And then it backfires when uh, Marge dies. Different game. What? Part two of the most favourite segment when the ratings peaked for episode one. Do you know what? I've got the ratings for episode one, by the way, Billy, of Simple Guide. Uh, right. We almost hit three figures. Can you believe that? Really? Can you believe that? Um, And it peaked at... Dun, 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 impressions game. Oh! Can you imagine that? Oh, do you mean that's when people tuned out? Uh, Maybe so, yeah. I'm going to name three characters. You're going to name three characters and we each have to take turns doing impressions. Good, sweet Jesus Christ. Because you loved his moment in this episode, I'm going to start with Groundskeeper Willie. I'm so drunk, I can barely see. I can't really do it. Uh, oh, brothers and si- no, uh, brothers and sisters don't get over. Like Englishmen and Scots and Welshmen and... Sc- I can't really do it. I'm just doing a Scottish accent. accent. I'm just doing a Scottish accent. All right, buddy. The books and the loose. Go to Aberdeen. That wasn't bad. Yeah. There we go. Give me one. I feel like I see. I don't know what I asked you in the first episode. We should we should create like a like a like yeah, a, a chart a, a ticked off list. Uh, Principal Skinner. You asked me him in the first episode. Okay, because yeah. uh, he's impossible. I can't do him. Um, oh ah, uh, fucking Mayor Quimby's nephew. You you, you oh my god, Mashman just went into like this kind of like method acting. Like, hmm, can I have silence, please? Mm-hmm. Me, me, me. It's pronounced chowder. Chowder. You're so bad at this. <laughs> it baffles me. They all seem to see it. Try again. Try again. It has to be through the you nose. Have to, you have to. It's through the nose, but the voice is like higher yeah. pitched. It's like. It's pronounced chowder. Chowder was even worse. No, it's better. That's mm. getting closer. That's getting closer. Like, listen back. Listen to say for himself. I'll give you a second one, Billy, right? Okay, can, can I can I correct you? Yeah. Ha ha ha! ha. says Chowna! Chowna! It's Chowna! <laughs> He's got that. Oh, my voice is fucked. My voice is fucked. Go on with a second. Chowna! It's, it's Chowder. It's quick fire here, Billy. I'm going to enjoy this. And you're going to enjoy doing this impression. Yeah. Cletus. Hi, <laughs> uh, hey, hey Brandine. Are you going to wear these boots to your job interview? It's like... Yeah, uh, because uh, remember he finds this thing. He's yeah. like, "You think I'm gonna wear them to the strip club? Now you put them back up where you found them. Back you go." And he goes, "Hi, 
I can see my house from here. Hey, Ma, get off the dang roof. <laughs> Give me one. Uh, Artie Pie in the Sky. I'm picturing myself going up in the helicopter. There's a lot of traffic, and I just dropped my bagel. That's all. Well, there goes my bagel. Hey, Artie. <laughs> <laughs> he says. He starts a scrub with Ken Brockman. Yeah, <laughs> he hates him. He despises Ken Brockman. That's a great running guy. And last one, we're doing quick fire here. On, I got oh. last one for you, Billy. Because we're watching that episode, last one I have for you is none other than Maud Flanders. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'll pick the ones out from the bottom from you, Homer, just like you <laughs> want. But um, that's yeah. not... It, 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 uh, I think I could if my voice wasn't so, like... Husky, but let me let me think. Um, that's for vengeful. That's for vengeful God to decide. No, it's more like a. No, that talk. wasn't bad. Actually, it was good. It's like Nitty, Nitty, Nitty. I think I could get that if I practiced it. Yeah. I think I could get a Nitty, a solid Nitty. That'll be my homework. Um, Close us out with one for me, Billy. Right. Let me see. Who was in? <laughs> do you want to try a? Do you want to try and scream Matlock like Grandpa Simpson together on the count of three, two, one, and then shout. All right. I'm going to say three, two, one, and then we're going to both shout. Three, two, one. Madlock! This has been episode two of the Simple Guy podcast. I'm, um, uh, whatever my name is. <laughs> <laughs>